0: we're also brought to you by better fantasy better fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite nfl player props for a chance to win awesome prizes download the app today over at betterfantasy.com sgpn that's betterfantasy.com sgpn we're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And Deep down. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast NFL Week 18 edition, the final week of the regular season. Uh, that doesn't mean we're going anywhere. It's only the final episode for the regular season. We're going to be here all year or all playoffs long uh, to break down all player props. And, of course, the, whew, the granddaddy of it all, the Super Bowl. Uh, cannot wait. But joining me this week to break down all the player props, everything that's happening with players across the NFL in week 18 is my man the fantasy football podcast host Rod Villadomez. Gomez. Rod, how you feeling this Friday afternoon, buddy? It is week 18. I how, can't believe it, it. I mean, we don't get to say that. In fact, we've never
1: gotten to say that. So oh. it's week 18, man. This is exciting. Breaking new ground and uh and furthering our exhaustion in the process. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, it just felt like yesterday that I, uh, Dan and I had just started the prop guest and we were talking about season long player props in the preseason. And here we are, the first week of January. It's already NFL week 18, but it's been a fun season so far. And, you know, we're not stopping yet, right? Uh, we still have one more week and then we're going to get into the playoffs and Super Bowl. So we're going to keep chucking along here. So, uh, Rob, let's start with this, um, fantasy football for, I would say 90% of the leagues or 95%, maybe more, uh, finished last week. Um, how did your fantasy teams fare this season? Uh, I was
1: so, so close to, to snatching two titles. I got one. There you go. Uh, I, I did, I did manage to get one. And the second one, I literally got chased out of it. I mean, that was, that was basically what happened to me. He dropped a 51 point. Massacre uh, on my team, and uh, I could not recover from that. It was tough. I mean, I almost did it. I came within nine points yeah. uh, of of getting it, but um, I just needed Deontay Johnson to get into the to end zone a couple more times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the final game of the season, or the final game of my season, yeah, yeah, to get it done.
0: Yeah, I was able to uh, secure a championship as well for uh, one of my three teams. I think this was a one team that I felt the most confident about because I just felt like I was absolutely stacked at the uh, skill positions. I mean, my wide receivers were absolute studs. I just had to say, Devontae Adams, and that was pretty much it. I mean, I still had Michael Pittman, and then outside Keenan Allen who was pretty great all season long. So, and on top of that, Joe Mixon and Mark Andrews really came along for me this season as well. So I was really happy with the way the team turned out to. Win a championship in fantasy football. So, a podcast full of championships or champions here, uh, Rod. So, congrats on winning, man! Congrats uh, to you, sir. Thank you. Um, so, plan for to today's show, guys. Um, what we're gonna do is we'll, we'll we'll try to find information. Me and Rod will discuss this. this. Is teams? It's NFL Week eighteen, and and there's a lot of uh, teams that have. A lot still to play for as far as getting into the playoffs, as far as seeding, and then there's teams that have absolutely nothing to play for. So we'll try to get some information as much as we can for you guys. Uh, and that'll you know really help player props on your bets this week. And then our our man, Justin Mark, uh, who put out a um, column last week on sportsgamblingpodcast.com about contract incentives for guys that need a uh, certain amount of receptions rushing yards receiving yards whatever the case might be to to unlock some extra incentive and bonus money that is part of their deal so we'll go through that and then as always we'll go through our player props uh for this nFL week 18 so um Rod, i think i should start by saying this is that you know you and i were talking offline and you know as a as Friday afternoon it's really hard to find some of these player props just because again like I alluded to is that we just don't know which teams are going to play their starters, how, or how many series, how many quarters or whatever the case might be. Um, so just kind of off the top and then we could get, I guess, you know, go game by game, maybe, or, or kind of just off the top, I guess we could start with a team like the Packers, right. Which have pretty much locked up the number one seed, I believe in the NFC, not much to play for. i wouldn't expect to see Aaron Rodgers maybe out there for a couple series, maybe a quarter. Um, but after that, um, those type of teams, you probably want to either, if your book is offering, you take a look at taking under on player props or completely just stay away. So, what have you seen maybe outside of teams like the Packers or other teams that, hey, we're saying, hey, we're playing all of our starters and we're not going to play our starters very long?
1: Well, so with Aaron Rodgers too, and look, they the Packers have already kind of alluded to the fact that they're not going to rest too many of their starters. They're they're really going to play through uh through week 18. Um, you know, if you look at some of the reports out there, they they're saying they're going to play. But then again, a lot of that could end up being coach speak and where it's like, "Yeah, we're going to play them. We're not going to rest them." But that doesn't mean that they're going to play an entire game. That means They'll probably get out for a, almost like a preseason type of a feel where they'll get out for a couple of series and then bounce Aaron Rodgers is, is close to a couple of incentives and we won't necessarily have to go through all of them right here but yeah. he's he's got a passing uh, Percentage record or not record but incentive that he's trying to hit and there's a couple things that he's he's on the borderline to actually hit uh, and you can check it all out in in Justin's column, too but um, you know, for him there there's out there, but you got to, you know, you figure teams like the Cowboys, you're right. They're really only fighting for seating. So who's really going to be uh, motivated to, to be, be either the sixth seed or the, or the, or the fifth seed, yeah. you know, which is really, I think it's the fourth and the sixth seed is what they're fighting between.
0: Yeah. And, and um, you know, I, I try to reach out to you. Know, some of our guys, part of SGP, and you know, I reached out to Sean. I reached out to Adam and I asked, Hey, obviously they're super fans of their respective teams. And, you know, I asked Sean, hey, I was looking at taking Jalen Hurts under his rushing yards this week. And he said, yeah, what I'm reading, what I'm seeing is that I, I don't expect Jalen Hurts to play a lot of time in this game against the Cowboys uh, this week. And Adam, you know, he said, yeah, hey, the Bills need this game this week to clinch the AFC East. So I expect them to start us to play a lot of or pretty much play the whole game or until they have that game under control. So, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, for – for teams like – teams, I guess, that have something to play for, uh, Rod, that we should probably – or our your listeners should be targeting um, their type of player props. Right? I think Tennessee is, is a great <laughs> example that, hey, they're going into Houston this week. Um, number one seed in the AFC is on the line. Have to win out, so I expect the Chargers to play in that game. I think where it kind of gets tricky is when you have, like, the Saturday games. I think the main ones where how long is Patrick Mahomes going to be out there? How long is – Dak Prescott going to be out there? Cause you know, you obviously right now you're in the playoffs, you're, you're pretty much playing for seeding, but um what else maybe are you seeing across the board in the NFL, as far as um starters uh playing it or not playing?
1: Well, you, you talked about it before anyways, with the bills, I mean, they're playing the jets, right? So how, how long till that game is in hand, you know, it could yeah. very well be uh where they have it in hand within the first Quarter and a half, and then they can just come out in the halftime and, and sit everybody that needs to be sat. Um, but one team you know for sure is the Bengals, right? Those guys are, yes. are have already said that they're going to sit pretty much all their starters. You know, Burrow's not going to start. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling Mixon probably won't start, so you're going to see a lot of Bengals backups, which is probably again why the books don't have a lot of these uh these props for these guys because you already know they're going to sit, so then are you going to place prop bets on their backups is, is really what it all boils down to.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's a great call right there. That complete. So I mean, the Cincinnati came out and did say that, that a lot of stars are not going to be playing this game. They've already wrapped up the division in the AFC North. Um, and we saw, I think it was our last play where Joe Burrow um, hurt his knee. So obviously they're not going to risk it Throwing him out there for in a game. That's pretty much meaningless for the Cincinnati Bengals. So again, a lot of their starters will be in that game. Um, I think the Vikings are another team that said, even though they're not in the playoffs that Hey, we're still going to come out and play uh, against the Chicago bears on at home. I think Dalvin cook came out and said that I'm going to go to war with these guys, uh, no matter what the circumstances are. So expect Kirk cousins, Dalvin cook, Justin Jefferson also be out there uh, for the Minnesota Vikings this week against the Chicago bears. I think just before we got on rod, I believe that Matt Nagy said that uh, Andy Dalton is the starter this week for the Chicago Bears, so no more Justin Fields uh, until next season. Let me double check that. Yeah, I note. think he got put down as well. Uh, I, I
1: will add one as you're as you're searching for it. Um, yeah. That uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the fence that he, he wants to play. He knows his thumb's not going to be all the way there. Uh, but the Niners are, are, you know, fighting for a playoff spot. So that's a team that, you know, their starters are going to play the entire time through and, you know, they don't have an easy matchup obviously yeah. against the Rams. So it's a win and end situation. So, and the Rams still do, they have to play for the the same because they're fighting for the NFC West with the Cardinals. So yeah, that game, you know, you're going to see all the starters the whole time, I think.
0: Yeah. That's going to be an interesting part to see Like, Hey, let's just say the, uh, the Rams are out to a significant amount of lead or or vice versa. Arizona's out to a big lead. At that point, the Rams throw in the towel, say, Hey, let's get Matthew Stafford off the field. Let's get Aaron Donald off the field. Um, And, and, you know, hey, we're in a position of where we are and, and, and that's it. And, and again, like you said, 49ers are, this is all an effort for them. Like you win, you're in. So um, obviously you're going to have that, uh, game close to your heart, uh, watching that on Sunday. Uh, definitely will be rooting for the 49ers to get into the playoffs because I do think they can make some noise in the NFC. Uh, right. Let me do this. I'll, Adam Schefter has started putting out some tweets on who's starting, who's sitting. So I'll quickly run through them. And then, um, if there's anything else, um, we can get to that as far as, and then we can get over to the contract incentives. So, um, Schefter three hours ago reported, uh, John Harbaugh. Uh, announced that quarterback uh, Tyler Huntley will be starting against the Steelers. Uh, And like I just mentioned, Matt Nagy announced uh, Andy Dalton will start Sunday's season finale against the Vikings. Um, Adam Schefter retweeted that the Packers are planning to start Aaron Rodgers on Sunday and Lafleur will see how the game goes. I don't, and he quote is, I don't think he needs to play. I think he wants to play and keep the momentum going. So, I think, like we said, Rod, maybe a quarter or maybe a half for Aaron Rodgers at that point. Um, And probably take a look at taking the unders on his player props. A couple more. You say momentum. I call it uh, contract incentives. Again, he needs. So here's the thing he needs to be in
1: the top three in completion percentage to earn $100,000. And he's got to be in the top three in yards per attempt to to earn another $100,000. So Rodgers is sixth. Seven, I'm getting this from Establish run. Run. Uh, he's sixth with 7.8, but Matthew Stafford is third with 8.2. So it's a really close thing. So if he can complete some passes, um, then there's, a, there's another 100,000 in there. I mean, what's 100? Look, they said that, that you needed <laughs> you needed one more podcast, to moon off, to, to reach 100,000. That's why you're on with me. So I know the boys <laughs> at the SGP just laced you with incentives. That's why I'm here with you today.
0: If they were offering me a hundred thousand dollars, I would get as many people on on this podcast, and I would split it between everybody. If they were <laughs> giving me a hundred thousand to uh, do these pods, but um. So does that mean? Is you said so? He? You said he has to be in the top three for yards per pass attempt.
1: Uh, yeah, top three and yards per pass attempt to get another hundred grand. And where is? He and at at right top now? three in completion percentage. And he's so he- he's only what four tenths of a of a a yard per attempt.
0: So does that mean we should be taking a look at a longest completion this week for Aaron
1: Rodgers? I mean, look, you got it. Yeah, I, I, a couple of times. You got to go to Devontae Adams a few times, I suppose, to get that. Because you got to figure Matthew Stafford, you know, is going to be in that game with the Niners, and he'll probably be in there the whole way through. So, you know, and, and look, he says Aaron Rodgers wants to play. Of course he wants to play. He's got a couple yeah. hundred thousand on the on the line. Yeah, of course he wants to play.
0: Yeah, that's true. Also Uh, another, uh, I think uh, worth mentioning uh, Steelers have activated Deontay Johnson from the reserve COVID-19 list. Uh, I guess he was put on after that Sunday game, Um, but um, yeah, that's something. And then just about an hour or so ago, Cowboys ruled out cornerback Trayvon Diggs, illness, safety, uh, gyron, curse, hamstring, and maybe a significant piece here. Running back Tony Pollard, foot out, for Saturday's game against the Eagles, So maybe we see a lot of Zeke uh, in this game. So that's what I've seen um, from Adam Schefter as as far, I'm sorry, as players who are going to be in and out um, for NFL Week 18. If anything else comes across uh, as we uh, continue this uh, podcast and episode, I will definitely drop it. Um, Rod, anything else before we move into the contract incentives?
1: Uh, no, I think we uh I think we've hit most everything that we can hit now. I mean, obviously it may change before Saturday's over, but yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. So let's move over to the contracting uh incentives. And this was a conversation that we had started in the Slack channel between uh Sean, uh myself and and then uh Justin Mark put out the article over on sportsgamblingpodcast.com and uh, Dan and I had discussed this as pretty much what was the outline of our show last week and, and pretty much based our, a lot of our player props off of uh, these contract incentives. So uh, Rod, I'll start at the top. You already mentioned Aaron Rodgers. I don't need to get into that again. Um, Tom Brady. He uh, I'll read the update that Justin has and shout out to Justin for putting his article together, article together, man, absolutely sharp stuff here, um, especially for a show like we do about PropCast. So, um, the update for this week is Tom Brady will hit his bonus for finishing top five in touchdown passes and passing yards. He will fall outside of the top 10 for yards per pass attempt and a completion percentage. While Brady sits eighth in passer rating, he actually could jump into the top five. Currently, um, his current quarterback rating average is 100.5. Kirk Cousins is at 101.3, followed by Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. And with the clean game, Brady does have a chance to jump in the top five. So, I think we can expect a pretty good game out of Tom Brady this week. We know he's not going to be sitting. Uh, the Buccaneers are playing the Panthers this week, I believe. Um, I'm not. Uh, if you can, Rod, maybe pull up his numbers um, from what he did against the Panthers uh, this uh, this season, and then we can go from there for Tom Brady. Uh, I'll tie in the two Bucks players. So the other player that is in a contract ex- incentive is uh, Gronk and um for Gronk what he has left he needs um 7 more catches to cash a $500,000 player bonus and 85 receiving yards to cash another $500,000 bonus um so were you able to put up uh, Brady's number against the Panthers?
1: Yeah, so in uh, in week 16 Brady threw for 232 and a touchdown against the Panthers. Okay. Um One of his lowest total. Well, no, the week before he didn't throw any in in New Orleans. That's when they got shut out. But uh, yeah, so Panthers did pretty good against him. They won 32 to six, which is probably why. I don't think Tom had to do a whole lot.
0: That was a road game for them, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah, this is home. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think that obviously Brady and his agent probably know that, hey, these are the incentives that we need. Mm -hmm. Um, And... For Gronk, again, like I said, he needs seven catches for 85 yards. Spoiler alert, Already, I'll go ahead and give out this player prop uh, that I have for Gronk since we're on the subject. Uh, I'm already taking Gronk over 63 and a half uh, receiving yards, and it just makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, with AB now not on this team anymore, um, Gronk is 85 yards away from unlocking that $500,000 bonus, Um I'm I'm waiting for his receptions to come out as well. So uh, it just makes too much sense not to take this number uh, of uh, over 63 and a half uh, rod, but uh, let's kind of, yeah, get into the Brady and Gronk here. What are you thinking? Yeah, this is a, a,
1: I I know that Brady is going to want to stick it to anybody like, and, and look, we talked about what, what's another hundred thousand dollars for like a guy like Aaron Rodgers or whatever, but you know, I, I feel like these guys, It's I don't know if it's about the number of of the money the monetary value that each of these carry I feel like it's it's because they hit these they put these incentives in for a reason obviously and and you want to hit them and you I think every player knows that number that magic number and where they're at. They like to say Oh, I don't pay attention. Yeah, they do Especially in weeks like this where they know this is the last week they have to hit stuff like this So yeah, it's got to be in the back of their mind every time they hit the field and for Brady to be as close as he is. Yeah. And for Gronk for sure, because you don't even know this could be Gronk's last year. So he's going to want to cash out an extra incentive on his way out the door. I don't know that he's coming back. I don't know if he's made announcement that he's coming back, but oh,
0: he'll be back. He could
1: hang it up. You yeah, know what I'm saying?
0: You're right. So um, yeah, I actually also didn't mention that Gronk does need three more touchdowns uh, to get another incentive. Uh, I know last week, He didn't record a touchdown, but I'm expecting at least one touchdown from him this week. I do not see any any time touchdown posted for him this week. But last week, I believe it was around plus 150 or plus 175 for any time touchdown for Gronk. So, um, yeah, like you said, and I think another case, Rod, is that I think Brady is still in the MVP discussion. So he wants to go out and put out a great performance uh, over the last week here against the Panthers to, you know, even if Aaron Rodgers only plays maybe a quarter or a half that, Hey, Brady went out there and threw another 400 yards against um, the, but the Panthers this week, like he, you know, he had 400 yards last week against the jets. So um, I, I think that's obviously in the back of the mind of Tom Brady. And like you said, players have this contract incentives in the back of their minds, but I think the people that are more on top of it, are their agents as well. Like, Hey, you need, X amount of yards, X amount of, um, you know, reception, touchdowns, whatever the case might be that hey, to unlock these type of bonuses, because I'm sure that a percentage also probably goes to agents, uh, or whatever's in their contract. So you never That's know. That's true. Man. That's true. I never thought
1: about that too. Yeah. If I was an agent I'd be, I'd be texting, uh, Tom Brady, Hey buddy, you know what you need to get me my yacht.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so those are two guys on the Buccaneers that are still looking for contract incentives um, let's move over to another player here quickly. Um, so we covered Rogers, we covered Brady. Russell Wilson is the other one. Um, Russell Wilson needed to have a pass completion rate of, I believe 64%, uh, sorry, 68% or better. I'm sorry. 66%. 66, yeah. Yeah. So the update from Justin is, is that last week, week 17, He raised his passing completion rate from sixty four to sixty five point two percent. One more good performance from Wilson this week will can push him above sixty six and cash his extra two hundred fifty thousand dollars NFL player bonus. So, from a player pros perspective, um, Rod, where do you think that would you take a look at the unders then for Russell Wilson? You got to think that this is
1: going to be if if this is the goal. Right. What are you going to do? You're going to throw short, completable passes and, and probably not go too deep. Because look, Seattle's out, right? I mean, they have nothing left to play for. So at this point, you might as well get Russell his $250,000 and you don't really need to air it out and take too many shots down the field to DK or to Tyler Lockett. You know, this is a where you probably aren't throwing a lot of passes and, and run. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're probably going to end up running a lot because that's what Seattle likes to do anyways. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I would take a look at the unders on, on not only on yards, but completions and attempts. Because if you're going to, you know, you want to keep this within within the realm of of him. they And they probably already know exactly numerically what it's going to take for him to get there. So uh, is, he on a, is he on a script to yeah. know exactly how many passes he's got to throw and complete?
0: Yeah, I mean, last week 20 of 29 for uh, Russell Wilson. QBR 89.2. He had four touchdown passes. He did have one long uh, completion of 58 yards. Um, but I think you're right, Rod, that hey, probably dinking and dunking, getting those easy completions. Uh, I'm curious to see uh, how many yard or how many passes he had to a running back last week. Well, Rashad Penny had two, but. I'm pretty sure some of these passes were dinks and dunks um, for the Seattle offense. And we talked about Rashad Penny having a big uh, week last week on your podcast, actually Um, had a great week. I mean, 25 carries 170 yards, two touchdowns. So maybe we continue looking at some of these um, uh, running back props, uh, like you said, because you probably want to protect Russell Wilson uh, and getting that completion percentage over so he can unlock that $250,000 bonus. Um, not have to or not have him have to throw the football if he doesn't need to. Um, so that's that's pretty much the quarterbacks. Um, looking for player incentives. Uh, let's get to the wide receivers here. Uh, Rod Stefan Diggs, uh, he needs the update from Justin. Is uh, Diggs last week had five receptions, uh, against I forgot who they played last week, the Falcons, uh, bringing him within six receptions of getting 100 receptions which would add $658,333 to his base salary for next year. Um, so definitely look out for that. I don't see a uh, Diggs reception prop yet, but that's going to be on my radar as well. Uh, should he get six catches this and Like I said, he'll unlock that money for his uh, player uh, bonus. Uh, and another bonus that he does have is 1,375 receiving yards. This one's going to be a little more difficult for him because he's going to need 231 yards uh, against the um, Jets this week. I don't think we can absolutely count that out, but I think six receptions is definitely within reach for Stefan Diggs this week, Rod.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get that other six hundred thousand five hundred thirty-three. <laughs> uh, yeah, but at least the the six catches is definitely doable. And again, we talk about how a lot of these guys know what's in it, so obviously. If you're a coach, if you're a, uh, uh, I, I probably don't, I don't know. I, I'm not a coach. I don't know if they do this, but uh scheme up passes and catches that they can, they can do, you know, like a quick five yard hook or, or, yeah. you know, something they know they can catch six of that yeah. way you get them there. And, you know, you want to reward players and by rewarding yeah. players, it's taking care of them and helping them hit incentives.
0: Yeah. Earlier this year against the jets, Stephon Diggs. digs, uh, eight receptions on thirteen targets, 162 yards. So, um, hey, if he's if he's around 100 yards or above 100 yards by halftime, uh, you never know. They're gonna start looking at digs, maybe down the field a little bit, maybe get him over that 231 yards. You never know, but definitely uh, we will. I think we we'll both be on uh, over six and a half receptions or whatever the number might be for Stephon Diggs to get over. Um, uh, sorry, that number for him to unlock the uh, contract incentive. Uh, Let's move over to the next one. A.J. Green was the other one we had hit on. Uh, The update is A.J. Green has hit 50 receptions and his 600, 700, 800 player um, bonuses. So pretty much what it was is that every uh, 10 yards, sorry, every 10 receptions or every 100 yards um, added onto his total, paid him an extra million dollars in contract incentive. So right now, A.J. Green, the update is, 75 yards away from an extra 250000 and he can also cash another 250000 if he gets 10 catches. 10 catches is going to be a little difficult this week, but um, I think that getting 75 yards uh, is very attainable for A.J. Green this week, uh, Rod.
1: Yeah, I don't know that you're going to get 10 catches out of him uh, because, again, look, they're playing Seattle, and who knows? I mean, look. AJ green has been so frustrating for fantasy this season yeah. because he was supposed to be a lot better than he was. And even with Hopkins out, you're not getting what you were hoping for out of him. Um, yeah. I don't know that he's going to get 10, 10 receptions, but uh, you're right. 75 yards is within the normal possibility. Uh, I have a feeling that they'll try to at least pepper him some, because again, Cardinals have something to play for. Yes. right so this is this is a where they have to they have to win in order to to advance and get their well not advance but at least improve their uh playoff yeah, seating yeah. so um yeah you're gonna you're gonna want to see green involved uh like i said 10 catches maybe not so much but uh 75 yards
0: could get there yeah and last week he had 74 against the dallas cowboys um and then Earlier this year against uh, the Seahawks, he did have 78, so um, not out of the realm of possibility for A.J. Green. 102 yards against the Rams earlier this year, uh, 79 against the Browns, 112 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So definitely uh, this is another player prop that I will be looking at this week, as well as we all should be to take advantage of some of these numbers that books are putting out. Um, I think that is pretty much it for – Skill positions. I'm not sure if you want to get into kickers because those are a little hard to predict. I think the one other one I did want to mention was um, Chris Jones, defensive side for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I did see that he needed, as of last week, prior to last week, he needed three sacks to get a one point two to one point two five million dollar uh, contract incentive bonus. <clears throat> he needed three sacks. He got two more last week. He needs only one this week against the uh Denver Broncos. So, uh definitely look out for if your book, if your book does offer sack props um for defensive players. I think I would hop on Chris Jones to get over maybe half a sack, one and a half sacks uh for the Kansas City Chiefs defense. and the clowny uh he needed he let me just read this from verbatim from Justin Uh, Clowney had two sacks against the Steelers last week, meaning he cashed his extra $250,000 contract incentive bonus, which pays him a total of 500,000 in player bonuses this year. So, uh, Clowney got it done last week, uh, against the Steelers. So that is pretty much it for the contract incentives. Um, anything else you see, Rod, before we get into our player props for this week?
1: Uh, I mean, nothing that we didn't already talk about. Again, it's and then there's some other ones that kind of go with Tom Brady, though, too, is that Mike Evans, he needs 54 receiving yards for uh, a 1,000 yards in eight straight seasons. Again, it's not a contract incentive, but it's it's an incentive to play. And, uh, you know, we talked about Joe Burrow sitting, but Jamar Chase only needs 45 receiving yards for the single-season rookie record. Um, You got to think that maybe the Bengals want to get him there. Uh, I didn't see anything that said Chase was actually sitting. I know Burrow was going to sit, but um, be a look, be on the lookout if you see any props in and around Jamar Chase's 45 receiving yard um, mark, because I would I would likely take the over on that. Maybe they even get it to him within the first quarter and a half, uh, yeah. and then and then have him sit for the rest of the game. But that's a good feather in his cap, right? That that can only yeah. do nothing but raise his value later on in his career too.
0: Yeah, um <clears throat> so Mike Evans is currently at 68 and a half on uh DraftKings Gronk earlier when I blocked this in was at 63 and a half at -115 currently I'm seeing Rob Gronkowski 64 and a half receiving yards is a number at -150. So um I guess anything up up to 80, 85 you got to like for Rob Gronkowski because they are going to be looking for him, so definitely keep that in mind. Last player I did want to touch on uh, is Cooper Cup uh, Rod because he is within breaking some wide receiver records. Wait, wait, save it, save it, save it, save it. Okay, I'm saving. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, no, you're no. I'm only saying it because we're going to tease
0: that, right? I've got, okay. I've got Cooper Cup as one of my uh, as one of my props. So okay, there we go. Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a break here. Let's put a bow on the contract incentives. I think this is great stuff to look at every single year uh, going forward. Um, especially in the final two weeks of the NFL season. So let's put a bow on that. Um, Last thing, shout out to Justin. If you haven't checked out the article, if you need more information about it on these player incentives, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Look for the article there or go to Justin's um, Twitter page. Uh, I will find that and I'll give it out at the end of the show. But let's do this, Rod. Let's take a quick break. And we'll jump into our player props for this NFL Week 18. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win 403 bets. Also, win a VIP trip to Shaq's Fun House in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Feature and earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests, we Will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 in travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays, the live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high, submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will give will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Scott from Virginia purchased a Green Bay Packers Super Bowl ticket at odds of 6 to 1 when sportsbooks are only offering plus 450. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break here, uh Rod, you kind of teased it. I'll let you get right into it, buddy. What do we got for player prop uh, <laughs> to start off NFL Week 18? Hey, look, my radio training came in
1: good. I, I had to tease the, the Cooper Cup uh, prop. All right, so look, here's what I've got. And this is an interesting one because uh, it kind of ties into exactly what you're talking about with the contract incentive and also not necessarily contract incentive for him, more of a, a record standpoint. Um, and I've got Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel over 199 and a half combined receiving yards. Um, this one's plus money. This one's plus 110. 199 mm-hmm. to me is a, is a safe enough number because here's the thing: Cooper Cup. We talked about this before the break. Needs 12 receptions and 136 receiving yards to break the single season record. Right. That that's what he needs. This is for both of them. He needs 12 receptions to break that record yeah. and 136 yards to break the single season record, or both of those. Right. So you got to figure that they're out to get Cooper Cup, especially in a game that means something to the Rams, right? Right. This is, this is not a meaningless game. This is not a game where they can rest all their starters. So you're telling me that if Cooper cup needs 136, I only need somewhere in the vicinity of 63 yards out of Debo Samuel to finish the rest of that 64 yards out of Debo. Um, I'm okay with that. Cause Cooper cup actually the last time he went against San Francisco uh, got 122 yards against them. So, and then in that same game, Debo went for 97. Now I know that Debo's not necessarily been the receiving threat that he's been lately because of, you know, Trey Lance and running and all that stuff. But I still think that if you're going to tell me Cooper cup is going to at least get you more than two thirds of the way there. And all I need is, is about 60 some odd yards out of Debo. Yeah. I'm taking that every time.
0: I love this prop. This is an absolute sharp one from you, uh, Rod, that tying it – not. Well, let's start with Cooper Cup. Like you mentioned, he needed, what, 12 receptions and 136 to break the record, right? Um, now you're going up against the uh, 49ers this week and earlier this year, Cooper Cup had, I think, a pretty good game against the uh, San Francisco 49ers defense. Um, 122 yards. Yeah, so not out of the realm of possibility of getting um, – to that mark of breaking the record. The question is, Is that I think that the um, the receptions may be a little difficult, but this 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 season earlier this year for the 49ers, he had 11 receptions, 122 yards, so he's going to need to be better than that uh, to break these records. But I, I like to tie in with Debo Samuel because and you're the 49ers fans. You know that Debo Samuel is... The offense for the 49ers, right? Whether it's coming out of the backfield, whether it's pass catching, whatever the case might be. So I really like the Zuzo at 199. You said combined receiving yards? 199 and a half. Yep. Yeah. Love so it. They gotta so they got to
1: get 200.
0: Yeah. And do you see what they did combined in that game um, earlier so, this year?
1: So, like I said, they, uh, um, Cooper Cup at 122, Debo had 97. Okay. Well, there so you go.
0: That was it. Yeah. So, again, uh, that's sharp stuff. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you where you got that on, what book you got that on. Uh, that oh. was DraftKings. I'm oh, pretty is? sure. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> in the weekly specials. Mm, okay. There you go. So if you have DK, if you're in the state of New York, make sure to head over to our website first, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, go to the, uh, I believe there's a tab that says um, sports books, <clears throat> hit that tab. And there's a bonus that you can, um, for new users for DraftKings. Uh, that can claim a bonus because if you are in New York or any other state, if you don't have a DK account, uh, make sure to head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and get that uh, bonus for, um, for a new account and new customers only. So, uh, yeah, I love that one. Let me get over to my first one, and I- I'm going to just repeat what I said about Rob Gorkowski. Um, I need to take notes from you about being a better uh, tease, uh, about teasing things. So, Gronk, <clears throat> this week needs... Like we said, seven receptions, 85 yards to unlock, I believe a combined $1 million in contract incentives. And right now over on DraftKings, uh, when I saw this number, it was at 63.5 at minus 115. Currently this line has moved to uh, 64.5 at minus 150. I like this all the way up to 70, 75, 80 yards because – I will be very, very shocked if Tom Brady is not looking for Rob Gronkowski to not only get the receptions, but also the uh, receiving yards this week for uh, those contract incentives. So I'm not going to throw out the, the statistical what uh, handicap of it, but it, it just makes too much sense, Rod, that, hey, Brady's going to be looking out for his boy to get, these, this, to get this yardage, to get those contract incentives. And I'm, I'm absolutely pounding that over on, on, on those two props for uh, Gronk this week. Yeah, like I said, we don't even know how much more. Uh, look, Gronk's having fun. Yes,
1: you know, Gronk likes smash. That, that's that's <laughs> Gronk likes spike. It's fine. But again, you just don't know how much longer he's going to be. And if you're going to send your buddy out with another million dollars in his pocket, I mean... You see how loyal Tom Brady is. You you know how much he loves his his friends and his his fellow teammates. So um, if he could be uh, the reason that Gronk gets another million bucks out the door, uh, you got to think that he's going to take it.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, Rob, let's get over to your next player, prop. What do you got?
1: All right. I have got Justin Herbert under 273 and a half passing yards. I get it. I know that we – and see, the thing about it is that when you watch football – and when you're a fan of, of, of football and you listen to the announcers, more often than not, you would think that guys like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, throw for 400 yards every single game, right? They make them sound just absolutely magnanimous and that they do everything flashy every week. But here's the thing. Justin Herbert, yes, he's flashy. Yes, he's good. But last week against Denver, he only had 237 yards. Now Denver's 7th in passing yards. Yes, he's had 400-yard games. Yes, he's had over 300-yard games. But the thing is, you know, sometimes Justin Herbert doesn't hit the 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 marks that he's supposed to hit, and he's going up against a Raiders team that actually hasn't allowed a quarterback to reach even the 200-yard mark in three out of the last four games. And if you look back, Mahomes, who we talked about just you know before, was flashy, flashy. He only threw for 258 against them. So again, you're you're up against a Las Vegas team that is a top 10 defense in terms of yards allowed to quarterbacks. I don't know. Even Justin Herbert, I know they've got both of those teams have something to play for this week, uh, but I feel like a lot of this is going to be decided on the ground between Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler, and you know it's going to be tough for for Justin Herbert to to hit 274 yards in this game.
0: Yeah, this is essentially. I mean, it is a playoff game for both of these teams on on Sunday Night Football, right? And uh, Chargers Raiders, I believe this is in uh, Las Vegas. That winner goes to the um, playoffs unless the Colts lose to the Jaguars and this, both these teams end up tying. Um, then both of these would get in. I want to discuss that with you, uh, Rod here real quick. Let's just say you're the head coach of the chargers or the head coach of the, uh, of the Raiders. You see that the Colts lost to the Jaguars. And you know, that if your two teams end up tying, both of you go into the playoffs What's your kind of mentality at that point? I mean, obviously, I know you can't like rig it and be like, hey, let's just throw this game, kneel it out and, and just tie or just go for a tie at the end. But how do you got kind of to process that when you're when you the tie is on the table, but realistically, like you can't end up. I mean, there's a way you can, but then like, you know, without making it seem like it's rigged or it's fixed. What's your mentality at that point? I think there's too many variables in
1: an NFL game for us yeah. to play in that much chess. I, you know, again, even if that were on the table for both coaches, first of all, you got to know that the Raiders, their, their interim head coach um, is playing for more now than I think what he would be playing for if he wasn't the head coach right now. Right. He's auditioning no. for maybe the, the role as it next year for sure. Or, you know, and then the chargers, they were a front runner this year and for them to actually be, sort of mired into this, this situation where they got a win to get in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think both of these teams. Look, if it were me, I'd probably still play to win anyways, even though yeah. I knew a tie, got both of them in. Um, and, and look, they're division rivals. You got to stick it to them anyways, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm just kind of playing uh, playing the idiot role that some people may ask. Hey, let's just have this game end in a tie. Yeah, and no,
1: just tie it. Kneel it in. down. Yeah. What is yeah, it? 13 kneel it downs. out.
0: <laughs> yeah, just go. Yeah, just, just let the clock run in and, just, and let it into the zero zero. Both teams get in, but <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, but uh, interesting note: the uh, Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2015. Jacksonville is six and zero against the Colts. What? Yeah, that's a that's been a reaction of a lot of people when they when they've seen that. note. I think it's also mentioned in the SGPN Slack channel, in uh, the NFL Slack channel. But yeah, definitely interesting. Um, let's get over to my next one. And uh, I'm going to go over to my hometown team, but I'm going to look at the opposing running back. And it's going to be Dante Foreman over 69 and a half rushing yards against this Texans team. And, you know, Foreman has taken majority of the snaps at the running back positions for the times over the last several weeks. You know, he's had hundred plus rushing yards in three out of the last five weeks, uh, including 132 last week against the dolphins Texas defense is struggling over the last seven weeks against the running back positions. They have allowed opposing running backs to rush over 100 yards in five out of the last seven games. Titans are not only, like we talked about earlier, Rod, that they're playing for the number one seed in the NFC, but they also have revenge on their mind against the Texans who beat them last month in week 11 in Tennessee. 22-13, Texans pulled off that upset victory. So, you know, motivation is not a question at all for the Tennessee Titans this week, but I think they are going to play smart football. I think that, you know, Foreman is familiar with the Texans as he was a part of this team a few seasons ago. I know he didn't have a lot of success against the Texans in week 11 rushing for over, oh, sorry, only uh, 25 yards. I think this is a great spot for Foreman to, you know, not only give it to your former team, but also help your team secure a number one spot in the AFC uh, and, and get this uh, W for your team and get over 69.5 rushing yards. And when you've been able to do it, you know, a, a couple times this season already. So I'm taking Foreman over 69.5 rushing yards.
1: Look, Tennessee's still a run first team. I, yeah. I mean, just the fact that, and, and now even that, that uh, we know that Derrick Henry may come back for the playoffs? May? It's a it's a... I think he'll be back. Question mark? Yeah, I think so too. So yeah. this is this is Dante Foreman's kind of last stand as a Tennessee Titan starter, and he's probably going to end up taking full advantage of that. Who knows? He may even have some hidden incentives in there that he's playing for as well. Yeah. Um, if not, auditioning for another role as a starting back in a team that may need it. <laughs> Atlanta.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there's a, there's few teams out there that need running games. Right. And I think that, can we throw the bills into that discussion as well? I mean, yeah. Singletary's come on a little bit uh, for them, but, um, I think there are teams like, like you just said, Atlanta that needs, uh, all the help they can get at that running back position. Patterson stepped up for them big time this season. But again, I think that's a great job by Arthur Smith by utilizing, uh, Patterson in the, uh, both the receiving and the running game for the Atlanta Falcons and Mike Davis, let's just say he just hasn't panned out the way they thought he would um, this season for the Falcons. So um, yeah, that is my second player prop. Uh, let's go to your last one. Uh, Rod, what do you got? All right. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill under 63 and a half receiving yards.
1: Another one that's probably going to make your eyes pop in your head. Say, how can you take the under on a guy like Tyreek Hill? Um, but look only twice, In the last five games has he actually gone over this mark and that's a low mark 63 and a half is a low mark Especially when you consider that the chiefs still have stuff to play for and you you think again That Mahomes is going to throw it all over the place But again, you look at last week against cincinnati in a game where this was a shootout 34 31 Obviously they lost they kept tyreek under 40 yards on six catches He did not have an explosive uh, game at all against pittsburgh two catches 19 yards Right against the Chargers, yeah, he he blew up for 148. That's the type of Tyreek Hill game that he can have. Yeah. Las Vegas, he had 76 yards, but the, in Week 13 against the Broncos at home, two catches, 22 yards. Yeah. So Denver may have his number. And again, this is not a this is not a uh, Chiefs team that is consistently putting up three to four hundred passing yards a game. And, and Tyreek, yes, he can explode for the big ones. But if you keep him inside, if you keep him contained, you can keep him under 63 yards for sure. And I think that's what they're going to do at home, at mile high. They're going to want to play the spoiler to this Chiefs team um, because they're going to want to stick it to a division rival.
0: You said it was a 63 and a half run? 63
1: and a half is what I had it at.
0: Yeah, so he's played in 10 career games, including the one that you mentioned this season. Seven out of those 10 games, he's been under this number of 63 Perfect. and a half. So... Um, And again, this might be another game where (sighs) how long do we see the Chiefs players out there is my question, right? Because we're all going to assume that Tennessee is going to win against the Texans that, hey, they win. They're the number one seed. Chiefs will probably end up as a two seed um, in the AFC. So, again, again, I think that for teams like with uncertainty about we don't know how long they're going to be out there probably want to take a look at the under, but also Rodgers wheeled off the handicap that he hasn't played well against the Denver Broncos. Like he just hasn't. And again, to get under 63 and a half, it seems like a low number is like we talked about, especially with a guy like Tyree Gil, automatically in the hearts assume, assuming that he should just go out and get a hundred yards every single week with like two receiving touchdowns. But against the Denver Broncos, he struggled. Like I also mentioned seven out of the last, or sorry, seven uh, out of the 10 games. Um in his career against the Broncos, he's gone under that projection of 63 and a half. So uh yeah, I love this one. Um uh, Rod, for you. Uh, I probably will be on that myself as well. Um, for my last one, I'm gonna go over to that Jets and Bills game and I'm gonna take Josh Allen. we am gonna go over 249 and a half passing yards and We talked about uh, earlier in the show that, hey, the Bills need to win this game against the Jets to be the AFC East champion. So we're probably expecting this team to probably have their starters out there at least for three quarters. And I think that it's going to have to be on the back of Josh Hill. Oh, sorry, Josh Allen to throw the ball and use his legs and be that guy that they're going to have to pay him for. But the narrative for the Bills is that they've beaten up on weaker opponents. We know that. like We saw this a couple times this season when they've been up, double digits or by two possessions, they're still out there throwing the football around. But um, over his career against the Jets in his last three games, Rod, Allen has thrown for 300 or more in every single one of those three games. Uh, Last week, Brady was able to throw 410 yards with not a lot of weapons um, on this team. You know, he lost AB with the whole sideline shenanigans. Uh, um, Sorry, Rob Gronkowski was there. Mike Evans was there. He was kind of in and out, but Josh Allen has everybody. I think the only player that he won't have this week is going to be um, Emmanuel Sanders, who's doubtful on the latest injury report. But I'm expecting Josh Allen to uh, make a, or sorry, have a big day against his Jets defense and easily get over this 250 and a half, uh, sorry, 250 or more passing yards against his Jets team. Well, we
1: talked about it earlier too, in in that uh, uh, Stefan Diggs has that incentive Right, and he's he needs six catches to to get where he needs to go. And you look at last game that they had against the Jets. uh, Stephon Diggs got 162 yards by himself. So you know if if we're gonna try to replicate that and get Diggs to that mark and try to get him anywhere near a couple hundred yards, right, to get to where he needs to go for that other incentive as well. um, Yeah, you got to think that obviously Allen's gonna play a large part in that because he's gonna be one throwing the ball. So yeah. it's not necessarily out of the question. Um, <clears throat> and look, Diggs has a, a, a yards per reception of twelve point two this season average. Yeah. So you know, even if you're you're counting six or seven catches for Diggs, do the math to figure out exactly how much that is when you when he catches all of those. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think Allen has a safe path to get over. Uh, I mean, even if you were to tell me what two seventy maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You, what was the mark? Your mark was 253, right? Uh, for Josh Allen? Mm-hmm.
0: 249
1: and a half. Oh, 249 and a half. Oh, there you go. Unless
0: the number updated while we were recording. Let me know. No, check I know. <laughs> Not that quick. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, Josh Allen. He's actually went down to 248 and a half. So even a Ooh. better number. I still like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, one more. A couple of guys I still want to throw out there uh, just to keep an eye on. It's, it's, we talked about Stephon Diggs. Look out for his uh, receptions number. He needs, I believe we said seven, uh, six or seven to get the, that con- yes, yeah. yeah, to the, get that contract extensive. I'm also looking at Mac Jones this week. Um, Rod to get over 214 and a half passing yards. I think um, we, he and probably the staff knows that he needs to have a big day. To maybe get back into contention or maybe take the lead for the Rookie of the Year award. So I'm expecting Mac Jones to have a big week and get over 214 and a half passing yards this week against the Dolphins. I think in week one, he had 281 yards uh, against them. So um, I expect that to come into fruition for Mac Jones. Um, I was looking for Ben's uh, pass attempts to get over, but I don't think that number has been listed yet. Last week we saw him throw, 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 and throw some more. It didn't equate to yardage, but yeah, they were just flinging the ball all over the field uh, for uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So those are the couple more that I wanted to mention, but I don't see numbers on just yet.
1: I will say about Mac Jones though, to add on to your point is that look, the Patriots have anywhere from the first to the sixth seed in, in, what the outcome of this game is so you know that mac jones they're going to want him to do everything they can to win this game because they still could with a lot of a little bit of help get the number one seed overall so they they just their biggest the the way to get there is to win and and obviously you know you're going to need your star quarterback to do that so not just rookie of the year but just playoffs in in general yeah. like your seeding in general like it's it's huge difference between first seed and sixth seed so um the only thing you can control is yourself and and winning is is a control um yep. so i got that as well and also one last thing too yeah, uh i found the, the so the odds on cooper cup over mm-hmm. 11 and a half receptions uh-huh. is plus 380 so Ooh. it's not bad to to try to sprinkle something on that just in case they try to get him to 12 receptions.
0: Do you see his yardage if there's an uh, a a uh, one for more yardage than what's posted on the book right now?
1: Um yeah, actually, it's under the weekly specials as well. Uh at least I thought it was. Uh maybe not. Okay. Uh okay,
0: I'm sure yeah, these yeah, these props are going to keep dropping as we kind of get into the weekend here, but uh let me see if there's anything else um on uh Player uh, weekly specials this week. I see the one that you mentioned, Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. Um, Mac Jones over two and a half passing yards. Or sorry, passing touchdowns. Uh, Rod plus three fifty. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you got
1: to think Harris is is a little bit not well. Yeah. So how much do you roll him out,
0: uh, and how much do you put it on the arm of Mac Jones? That that's the question. Yeah, Um, yeah, I love it, man. there's one more, and typically I want to mention this, is that I, I, I haven't actually dug up the numbers for it, but typically the last week of NFL are tend to be higher scoring, um, and I do see grand salami for the NFL, which pretty much uh, books put out um, total number of points or in baseball, total number of runs, and in hockey, total number of goals scored. Uh, so the points right now for this Sunday's game that they're expecting is 597.5 half. I think that's. I think you might want to take a look at taking that over because I think defense is going to be questionable this week. Um, and week 18, and the final week of the season, tend to be uh, higher scoring um, over the past several years. So definitely look at those. Those weekly specials on these respective books, uh, you can find some value, especially the one that Rod gave out with uh, Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel this week. Uh, Rod, let's take one final break here, bud. We'll come back. We'll identify our best bets, and then we'll get into final thoughts for NFL week 18. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free to play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to sobed.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, Turn the dial up a notch. Go to sobed.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want. As long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with Sobed. Go to Sobed.io slash SGPN. That's sobed.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget, guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Rod, let's get into our best bets. I'll give you the floor first. Let's close it out strong for this NFL regular season, buddy. What do you got?
1: Oh, well, let's close it up with winning some folks some plus money. Uh, I definitely like the Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel prop. Um Again, both of these guys are competitors. They're both easily able to get a hundred yards themselves. So again, if you want to try to get Cooper Cup over that mark, you know it only leaves a handful of yards for Debo Samuel to get, and I think he's going to end up getting it, uh, barring any injury in this game. So yeah, I think that's a safe bet.
0: Yeah, uh, I love that one, I mean, especially at plus money. Like you highlighted, this these two players cleared that number easily. Uh, when they matched up earlier this year I- i'm going to do some research and maybe or actually uh, I'll go. i'll try to go back and look if these two uh what they've done uh over the last several years obviously a different quarterback now for the rams um but it'll be interesting to see uh what they've if they've done that over their past several years when these two teams have matched up um for my best bet i can't get away from the gronk man i think that It just makes way too much sense for us to take this over 63-and-a-half, 64-and-a-half number. Um, I I see the juice right now is minus 150 on uh, DK, but wait for that number to maybe go up a little bit and get it at a a better uh, better odds there at minus 110, minus 115. Um, But you know, you just know that Tom Brady is going to look for Gronk in this game um, against the Panthers this week. And that contract incentive is there for um, uh, Gronk. You know Brady's going to be looking out for him. And I'm quickly trying to pull up to see what the Pan- uh, Titans have done against the Panthers this season. Um, not a lot there, but again, I think I want throw that out the window. Uh, but I just love Gronk this week. Again, no AB. That just means more targets for Evans, more targets for Gronk. Um, so let's take the over 63 and a half, 64 and a half. I like it all the way up to 70 uh for Gronk this week to get over his receiving yards. That will whew, bring us to I can't believe I'm saying that our final best bets of the NFL regular season, Rod. Um, wow. So we've made it to NFL week 18. It's not done for us yet, Rod. We're gonna be here all playoffs long. We're here, we'll be we'll be here for the Super Bowl, but um Give me your final thoughts for NFL Week 18 and then let the people know where they can find you, buddy. I, I can't believe it. I mean, it, it seems
1: it's been a grind every season, but this is like the extra grind. We had the extra week to actually uh, hang on tight for it. So uh, I've had I've had fun. I, I can't believe that uh, I've, I've had this much fun. Thank you also, Munaf, for bringing me into the PropCast to, to live in the world of prop bets. I didn't realize how much fun – Prop betting actually is until uh, you wrote me into the to the show, um, but I've had a blast doing it so far. And, and again, thanks everybody for listening, uh, and thanks for hanging with us. This has been, like I said, a really fun experience. You can find me all over the internet, but find me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Of course, listen to the SGP and Fantasy Football podcast uh, episode dropping later on today as well. Um, we're gonna air out some fantasy grievances. We're gonna we're gonna oh, talk we about go. some players that let us down in in 2021 uh pretty big so make sure you find that on the SGPN app and uh yeah find all my stuff on the sports gambling podcast uh website
0: yeah 100 percent. It, it was a pleasure to have you on this season uh rod and obviously you brought me on plenty of times on your fantasy football podcast and you no know, i've said this many a times it just makes too much sense for us not to uh get on these pods together because pretty much the work and 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 all the stuff that we look into is very much correlated so um yeah it's been a blast with you this week i'm looking forward to the playoffs with you obviously the super bowl and uh next season as well so uh definitely uh, i'm glad that we were able to uh do this throughout the second half of the season so thank you so much for um jumping on here with me with that being said guys uh nfl week 18 i can't believe we keep on saying this but last week of the regular season Uh, I cannot stress enough, guys, make sure to check uh, your local beat writers or, um, you know, turn on your notifications and do your due diligence about finding out which players are going to be, you know, uh, playing or not playing or how long they're going to be doing. I would say that probably look at taking under on some of these guys. um, if, If books are putting out their player props, I know we give out some overs here but they're more based on contract incentives and guys are going to be playing full games. But um, you know, if your books are putting out there uh, player props, make sure to do your due diligence and your work. And and I would recommend looking at under this week as well for player props. Uh, With that being said, guys um, I will be back next week with Dan for the prop cast. We may do a midweek one and we're going to go through our season-long player props. I think we had an absolutely fantastic season uh, with those player props. Um, we will figure out the schedule next week. Once we have the playoffs, so Rod will be back to get that. De- uh, sorry to discuss player props for the NFL uh, playoffs. Uh, Till then, guys, good luck this weekend with all your bets across all the sports that are happening. Um, let's break these books off and let it ride.